The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sometimes you just need a little spiritual guidance to help get your life back together. It can be compared to mosaic art. Many little pieces that come together to form something beautiful. Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Your host is Mosaic Shaman, Christy Ellen. Christy and her guests are here to ensure that your life is just as you deserve it to be. Happy. Now, here's your host, Christy Ellen. Welcome to Mosaic Gardens. This is Christy Ellen, the Mosaic Shaman. Welcome to the gardens today. We are actually got a really nice warm um, day for winter time here in the gardens. It's, uh, I guess what you call it, Indian summer. It's been a beautiful um, day and we are here to talk about the secrets to happiness. And I have a wonderful guest who's coming on today. Um, her name is Jody, and we're going to bring her on here in just a second. I apologize. You know, some of these things have been a little crazy today. I was thinking we were broadcasting a little later. So I am here in the gardens, and we're going to be talking about how life is a process that we work through. And that process is like an onion that develops, and the onion is shedding itself continually. And when we think we have one thing figured out, something else shows up. So I want you to remember that as we're talking about being aware and creating this inspiring life, that what happens is that we think that we have it all figured out at one point. It's, I, I know I work with a lot of clients that think that when we go and do something that we're going to finish one project and it will be done forever. But it comes back around. What it comes back around to show us is what we have learned and what we have developed and what has been um, the new inspiration in our lives and what is coming about to show us where we need to change more. It's, it's kind of like when you go out and you do something new and you learn it and and it becomes a practice that you get experiences that show up to get you to use that again. So when you change an idea and a thought and you create something new in your life, the universe wants to know that you've really got it down, that you're excited about it, that this is something that you're really going to be wanting to do. Because a lot of times we go out and we ask, we say, can we, can we have this new um, thing? Like you make an agreement um, if, if – um, I can have something work well for me right now. I'm going to continue to do this practice. And then you go and you create something new. And then the universe wants to make sure that this time you're really wanting it. Like, let's take a relationship, for example. When you find yourself getting into that same relationship over and over again, it's because you are doing the same patterns over and over again. So you change one of those patterns and the relationship's going to come back around looking kind of the same to see if you're really ready to change that again, if you're really ready to step into the new pattern that you've created. So it's just, it's just like a test to say, okay, here we are. 
we have done something new, but we're coming back, and this is looking kind of the same. This relationship's looking somewhat the same, a different face, a different person, but it looks like a relationship is repeating itself. Let me use my new tools and my new patterns to let go of this again. And the more you say no to what you don't want, the more that what you do want shows up. So then that relationship will go away and a new one will come in that will look different. And it's, it's a couple of times. So, it, so I want you to be aware that when you're changing something, that things will show up again that look somewhat like the same situation just to see if you've got it, just to see if you've made that change. And then once you get that pattern going, it'll get simpler and simpler and less and less of that bad experience will show up because you are now on a new path and you're getting out of that rut. There's, there's this um, book called Who Moved the Cheese. It's an amazing book because it's about a mouse that is set out to go and there's a place where the cheese is and the mouse goes and is a routine and it goes through the maze and it gets the cheese. And they've got these two mice and they're going for the cheese and they're, and they're doing this experiment with them. And then they decide one day to move the cheese. And they take the cheese out of the box and they put it in the different part of the maze. And then they let the mouse go. And the mouse goes to where the cheese was and the cheese isn't there in the first test. In the second test, the mouse does the same thing. And he goes, these are two different mice. And he goes and, and there's, sees no, there's no cheese. Well, the next day, they let the mouse out. And the mouse that has not been trained to find the cheese there all the time goes and says, oh, there's no cheese. And he looks and he looks and he finds the cheese. But the mouse who's been trained to go to that spot over and over again will go there over and over again for the cheese till it finally would die because it can't find the cheese. So in your life, when the cheese in your life or the situation has been moved, you have to be able to go to a new place to find that. And so that's kind of what's happening when you're creating new patterns. You're getting out of that rut. You've moved what you want to something different. You've decided that you know you don't want this relationship that's not working, that's negative, and you want to move to the positive. That means you're going to have to find a new maze, a new pattern to find that. And the new pattern is the tools and the techniques that we've been teaching here on the radio and the, and the tools and techniques that my listeners teach when they come on. And that helps you find the new place to go find what it is you really want. And remember, letting go of what you don't want will bring in what you do want. Believing in your possibilities to create beautiful art with shattered pieces of life. That's what we're doing here. Believing in all possibilities. Knowing that everything is possible knowing that you can create the life you want. You just have to be willing to let go of what it is that you don't want. So I'm going to ask you to look at those things that you don't want. What are they that keep showing up over and over again? Make a list of them. And then make a list of what it is you do want. And when you are living a life that is not measuring up to what it is you truly want, you have to bring what you want up to that level to meet it. Or you have to take your life down to the level where you're at. So one or the other has to shift. Because when there's not a balance and you're not in the same place at the same time together, then that's when you have chaos. That's when you can't inspire happiness. Happiness comes when what you're wanting and what you're living match. And those things change by the behaviors that you bring in to your life and the things that you do and the things that we're creating here on Welcome to the Mosaic Gardens. And going into 
christyellen.com and signing up right now for one of the life coaching packages that I have for the year 2017 will move you towards what you want. We're also sending out a seven-day meditation with the seven chakras that you can go in and sign up for. Um, It's a great process each day. You're going to do a new chakra, a new meditation for seven days, and this will inspire you to create the life that you want. That is on christyellen.com, K-R-I-S-T-E-L-L-N.com. And then you can go in there and see all of that and go in and sign up for the newsletter and you get all these amazing tips that are going to be coming out on the newsletter and continue listening to to Welcome to the Mosaic Gardens. I want to send out some thank yous to people because I've got some really great listeners in Germany that have been following me for a long time. And actually, that's my highest population of listeners right now. And I appreciate that. And the Italians are listening from Italy. Palm um, Springs is a good following. Los Angeles. Rupert, Idaho, and all the other listeners everywhere. Every one of you is important, and I want to send some gratitude to you for listening to me on the radio here because you make this program possible. You make it possible for me to bring great people on to the radio to share with you the techniques that they're doing to change and create an inspiring life. And today I'm going to be bringing Jody Ammon on the radio. Jody um, has written a book called Sorry or uh, Anxiety. Well, her book is about anxiety, and it's Sorry, Anxiety, You Lose is one of her topics, and the book is You Won, Anxiety Zero. It's going to be exciting to see why that title is um, what she picked to to call the book. It's really interesting to talk about anxiety. It's something that goes on in my life, and I, I appreciate having someone come and share it with us. Anxiety doesn't play fair. It uh, lies to you. It steals away the best part of you. Don't let it keep cheating you out of happiness. You are too important. And you won Anxiety Zero. Jody Ammon highlights the ways anxiety manipulates and entraps us and the precise tools we can use to see through anxiety's mind tricks and break free from the prison of fear, stress, and doubt. All bets are off. It's time for you. Anxiety is curable, even if you've had it forever, even if therapy hasn't worked, even if you feel helpless, anxiety is curable. This book speaks to why you suffer from anxiety, exposes the tricks anxiety uses to get power, and shares the skills you need to empower yourself and retrain your brain. This is an exciting topic to talk about. I'm really excited to have Jody Ammon here on the show today. Um, we're going to take a break, and as soon as we come back, we will talk to Jody Ammon about anxiety. Jody Ammon is the anxiety tamer. Thank you. Welcome to Mosaic Garden, Chris Yellen. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. It's time to live an inspired life. Join Christy Allen, the Mosaic Shaman, as she enhances the quality of your life. Healing with art is Christy's focus. 
At SoulHealerPath.com, if you follow the steps and use the skill that Christy Ellen teaches in Soul Healer's Path Life Coaching, doing your part and taking 100% of the responsibility for your life, changing your life story, then in one year's time, you could be living the inspired life of your dreams. Soul Healer's Path Life Coaching offers four life coaching packages, starting with the Serpent Path, which is all about awareness and letting go of what you do not want to have and embracing what you do. Go to Soul Healer's Path and sign up for a one-month session of Clearing the Light Body. So come and walk the medicine wheel with Christy Ellen. Visit soulhealerpath.com or call 435-260-9598 for a special newcomer's one-month coaching package for just $300. Christy Ellen is an intuitive healer and master creator. Let her guide you to living the life to which you were born to live and go from ordinary to extraordinary. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. This is Welcome to the Mosaic Garden with Christy Ellen. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you may send an email to healingart.kp at gmail.com. Now, back to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Welcome back to the Mosaic Gardens. This is Christy Allen, the Mosaic Shaman, and I'm very excited today to have my guest here, Jody Ammon, on. She's going to be talking about anxiety and the secrets to happiness. Welcome, Jody. Thank you so much for having me, Christy. Well, it's a pleasure to to bring on um, somebody who is an expert such as yourself in dealing with anxiety. Can you um, tell me what it is that uh, makes you an expert in this field? Oh, well, I've been a psychotherapist for 20 years. And so I've been sitting in a room with people, 35 people a week, you know, discussing their problems, probably two or three problems an hour. Um, That's 105,000 problems I help people unpack, uh, help people let go of, help people think about in a different way. And underneath almost every single one of them, actually underneath every single one of them is fear. It is really the thing that is the biggest block in our life. It's the thing that holds us back. It stops us, makes us afraid of change. And uh, and so I decided to write the book about anxiety because that's just, I feel like, the biggest problem there is. In my experience, in, in my life, I've had incredible anxiety, like almost everyone I've talked to. You know, we've all had anxiety at some point in our life, and it's awful. It's just awful, awful, awful. And so that's what I thought I'd address first, to help people, help really change the world, become, you know, a better place. Well, what are a couple of the tricks and anxiety uses to, to trap us into, um, into being anxious? Well, the, the biggest one is that it's important. Like, that it's something to pay attention to. Anxiety, really very convincing that it's something that we have to pay attention to because it convinces us that it protects us somehow. This is our ego. You know, our ego says, I I protect you. But really, it's causing incredible suffering. But in the guise of protecting us, it has us stuck. It has us uh, not wanting to change, not wanting to try anything. And that keeps people in the suffering place. So it says I'm going to protect you in case something bad happens, you know, I'll have you ready. But 
anxiety and fear and uh, insecurity doesn't have us ready for anything. Actually, it has it's the opposite effect, right? It breaks us down. It makes us feel weak. It makes us uh, feel jittery. We don't build our muscles emotionally or mentally or physically. And so it has us less able to handle hardship if it comes not more able. Well, how would I know if I had anxiety? I mean, what would be some of the signs of it? Well, uh, so I describe anxiety as a leftover fear response when you're not in physical danger. And so we all have that from time to time. We all get startled uh, or we have a near-miss accident in the car and our adrenaline kicks off and we feel that buzz in our body. And usually in those kind of situations, we kind of recover within 10 minutes. Uh, but sometimes we don't recover that fast. If we're triggered by something and we think it's scary and we feel the scariness in our body, even though we're not in physical danger, we'll continue to pump out those hormones and we'll feel that anxiety. And we'll put a lot of meaning around that that keeps us focused on it so that we can't, you know, pay attention to the rest of our lives and we get stuck there suffering. What kind of meanings would we attach to a feeling of anxiety that's, that's not a true fear? So, so there is fear, and then there is this right. anxiety. So this, that's, define that first, and then we'll talk about the meaning. Okay. So, so fear, fear, there's biologically, we have this fear response system set up for our biological safety. Right? So biologically, if our amygdala, that's the center part of our brain, is triggered by an emotional memory, so it could be by a sight, like if you see that car coming right at you, uh, your amygdala will trigger your adrenaline and your norepinephrine. I don't mean to get too scientific on you, but uh, it'll trigger that and your body will start to buzz. The whole point of this fear response biologically is to be able to, we know all this, fight or flee, right? Fight or, yes. or run away. Mm-hmm. And so we have it. It's... it's it's action-based, right? So it's, it's for taking action. And so then the amygdala sends a message to the cortex and says, you know, look at the situation, see what we got to do. See if we're safe, if we're in danger, or, and what do we have to do to protect ourselves? And so the message going from the amygdala to the cortex is very refined. It's like perfected. It's evolution at its finest. I mean, this is just God. It's amazing. And uh, so it happens really quite fast. But the message, so when the cortex looks around and sees that you're not in physical danger, which is most of the time we're not when we get these triggers, the message doesn't get back to the amygdala. That message system is not as developed because it doesn't mean biological safety. And so it's not developed, and we have to do the heavy lifting. So we have to tell the amygdala, we're fine, thank you so much. If I needed you, it would be awesome. Uh, But I don't need you right now, and so I'm okay. And if we did that and weren't afraid, we'd calm down within 10 minutes. The the GABA hormone would kick in and our body would calm. But what happens, I see, with my clients is, and the people I work with, and myself even, is that the amygdala gets triggered by a sound, a smell, a thought in the brain, like, oh, no, what if I get anxious? That's a trigger. And then it sends a message to the cortex, check everything out, and the cortex says, all right, I don't see any danger, but this feel scary, so keep pumping out the hormones because we still might not be safe. Okay. So while the hormones are going, our thoughts are going like crazy, you know, and we're going, oh, no, this is something real. I feel a dread. Something bad's going to happen. Uh, I have to protect myself. You know, I'm going to lose somebody. You know, whatever 
the object of our fear is, it's real lot of focus in our brain. And we think it's very important for us to focus more on it. And that just keeps going down. It keeps us going down that spiral more and more intense. Um, and so, obviously takes away from the rest of our lives. How can we handle our thoughts? Because the thoughts seem well, to have a, a lot of control over what we're, our behavior is. Absolutely. Our thoughts have all the control over how we feel and a lot of times how we act then, how we decide to act. So I think that, you know, um, I've studied shamanism too, so that's why I really connect with you, Christy. But I think people need to know this practical stuff too because it's helpful for them. If they understand what's happening biologically and really look at this as a hormone, I don't like the word chemical. Like that's, that's like pharmaceuticals are trying to get us to think that we have an imbalance. This is not about chemical imbalance because that's, that's a myth anyway. But, this, you know, our hormones change constantly in our body, and that's what regulates our mood and our feelings and everything. And so if you think about it as a hormone and you know that your amygdala is getting triggered, then you could say, okay, it's just hormones in my body, just an experience, you know, because if you think it's real, then you get scared of it. It's so scary. And if you think it's just hormones and they'll calm down if you're not afraid, then you're not afraid of it any longer and it goes away. And so it's it's pretty powerful. Uh, Just learning and understanding it biologically could shift everything because it shifts how scared you are. And anxiety needs you to be scared or it can't stay. Fear needs you to be feared. You know, the only thing to fear is fear itself. If you're not afraid of fear, there would be no fear. Okay. So anxiety feeds off of that fear then. Absolutely. It feeds yeah. off the fear of it. Yep. It, it definitely feeds. That's how it grows in power. And so I help people disempower anxiety, you know, taking it, taking it down a notch by seeing what it is and seeing that it lies, all the lies that it tells that sound really convincing. And it's convinced us for a really long time, but um, once we expose them as lies, and people can see them coming like a mile away, and they don't affect them any longer. So when it, when you start feeling this feeling anxiety, that's the, the best time to start working with it. What would you um, help your client do to uh, to recognize when those feelings start, and the first process to to do to deal with that when it starts. Well, it, I mean, obviously it depends on the person, the story, and what they're afraid of because anxiety is all the same hormones, but it has different objects that people are afraid of. You know, some people are afraid of driving over bridges. Some people are afraid of relationships. Some people are afraid of any change at all. Um, and some people are afraid of germs. Those are kind of simple as fears, but then there's these deep-seated fears like afraid of being awesome or afraid of failure that we have, afraid of not being good enough. So... Once they name what their fear is and then they understand that those feelings in their body and what, you know, the thoughts in the head are triggering the uh, uh, hormones, but also the hormones are triggering more thoughts in the head. But so if they see that as a combination and know that this is just hormones, thank you, amygdala, that's how you put the gratitude in there too, because if people could recognize when they feel like that and, and they feel anxious, nervous, worried, stressed out, and they feel that way, if they 
said, okay, this is just hormones, this is my adrenaline and my norepinephrine, but I'm not in physical danger. So you know, realizing what it amygdala. is. Yeah, but realizing what it is. consciousness to what it is, right? You bring consciousness to what it is. People like have to face my fears, and that's why exposure therapy works so well, uh, are facing your fears. But sometimes people get that wrong. They think they have to face their fear, but really you have to know that, you know, understand what is going on. If you understand it biologically and you're like, thanks, amygdala, that is so awesome. I mean, it's so awesome that you do this. I mean, our bodies are awesome. It is really awesome, this fear response. And we don't want to get rid of it, um, but we could tell it, like, we're not in danger right now. You could calm down. And we'd calm down within 10 minutes, which would be fantastic. For most of us who experience anxiety, you know, we know how it is to be anxious for hours, and it's awful. It's really, really awful. So did you have a personal experience with this yourself then, with dealing with anxiety that brought you to yeah, I was Yeah, I was anxious from age five. I got anxiety when I was five years old when I first learned about death. And I couldn't be away from my mother's side for a minute. And I cried all the time. I could barely sleep. I lost a third of my body weight. And anxiety came and went in my life for the next 20 years. So I searched up and down to try to figure out how to get rid of this crazy thing we call anxiety. And, and what turned things around for you? Well, what turned things around was, uh, first of all, understanding it biologically. That's number one. And then learning that what it was saying was lies. This was part of my narrative therapy training, and I understood that anxiety. See, all of the, all of the work that we do on anxiety or on fear is, you know, about facing the fear, about getting skills to calm yourself down. But there's nothing out there that takes the power away from anxiety. I guess they do maybe in a roundabout way, but anxiety holds a lot of power. So, yeah, for years I learned mindfulness and I learned Ayurveda and I learned all these things to physically help myself and emotionally and mentally help myself and spiritually um, it was part, a huge part of my spiritual path in my recovery. But I anxiety, like it was still chasing me, you know. It was still kind of uh-huh. chasing me and I would just um, calm myself back down or recover. or But it was still had a lot of power. I'm still afraid of it, basically. And so when I understood it biologically, it took a lot of the fear away. When I learned the lies, like I did an expose on anxiety, it really broke down the power of anxiety. And then I connected with my skills and abilities. Instead of learning somebody else's skills and abilities and trying to apply them and fail them, make myself feel worse, which I tried for years, I got connected with my own skills and abilities. And so that's what I do in the book is I help people through that process of understanding it biologically, learning the lies, and then cultivating their control. Um, so Are there really different important. skills for each person then to do um, different paths to to take to overcome anxiety in their own lives then? There's not like, what I'm hearing you say is there's not one genetic pattern or one genetic behavior or one genetic answer for everyone, that everyone has an individual one. Is, is that correct? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. I mean, we learn skills in families and in our culture. And so to impose one culture's skills on another culture would be, you know, it would be, um, it wouldn't be right. 
you know, so say like we imposed our Western skills on like an indigenous culture and said, this is how you have to do it. It just won't make sense in their culture. So it's about getting those skills that are part of your own history uh, and yeah. part of what you've experienced before, because you're more empowered that way. Instead of feeling like, okay, I got to learn skills because I don't have them. And then feeling bad about yourself because you're weaker or you're inadequate. So you have to learn these other skills. Narrative therapy seeks to get the skills out of the person because everybody has skills. We, none of us have made it this far in life by having no skills. We all have something. But sometimes when we're anxious or depressed or we're sad or going through a huge transition, we don't have access to those skills we have. And so what I help people do is get access to kind of unhook that block and get access to the skills, their abilities that they have. And because it's theirs, they know they can do it, number one, and they know that, um, and they feel good about themselves. So it affects their identity, the way they think about themselves in, in huge ways. I, I agree with that. I found that when I um, went out and had a lot of different trainings that came into my life and was gifted with that, I would take a part of each training that worked for me and develop my own. Um, and mm-hmm. And I guess that, I had an aversion early on to any teacher that would come in and say my way is the only way. And when I was Absolutely. able to create my own way, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, when someone comes yeah. in and says, this is the only way to do it, man, that's the first thing that will, like, turn me off. But when they, when, they, when they present it and say, you know, this is a way, and then I was able to develop the skills that helped me personally from from what, I heard. I mean, just taking somebody else's um, word for it has never been enough for me. I mean, I've got to research it and look at it, and I would really recommend to listeners that they do that too. Don't just take someone's word for that. What What are your feelings about that, Jody? I agree. You were going to say there's not one genetic way. I I think it's. I think there's unlimited ways of recovering from anxiety. It's unlimited ways. And I love telling, you know, when I was really in my young young 20s and I was really in the throes of anxiety, I did go to a therapist and she said, I have tons of ways to help you. Don't worry, we'll try one. And if it doesn't work, we're going to try another one. And, and that made me feel so good. And I repeat that a lot to a lot of people because it's true. There's tons of things I could do with them to help them with anxiety. But they... Um, it's so settling because people are so scared that they're going to fail at getting better. And that fear of that they're going to not be able to get better is immobilizing. And so I get rid of that fear right away by doing that. And it, won't, it doesn't get in our way by saying there's tons of ways let's try one at a time. And usually, you know, things work really quickly. And also, because I'm, you know, because I use my intuition and my work and I use my um, connection with my guides, everything conversation I have with somebody is totally different. And so what I might recommend to one person is totally different than what I recommend to another person because spirit's telling me this person needs this, that person needs that, this person, you know. And so it's not, I don't, it's not a cookie cutter approach at all. That said, we know biologically that action releases the GABA hormone. Action could be anything under the sun though, anything. But Action is the key to getting rid of your fears. Taking action releases the GABA hormone, so it calms your body down, but it also it increases your uh, self-confidence. Mentally, it helps you. Physically, it helps you. Emotionally, it helps you. And spiritually, taking action is something that 
helps you move forward in any of those avenues. And so uh, if I was to say one thing that someone could do, it's take action. Yes, action is extremely important to get up and do something different. Um, I know there uh, there's so many different paths up to the top of the mountain, and that's what I appreciate about it. And it's really important um, to go out and get somebody to help you along with this. Getting somebody who will help you find your path, not somebody who gives you a generic path, but somebody who will walk beside you and help you take that path that and as you said, you go to your guides and you um, intuitively listen to what each person needs and are able to help them make um, that transition into the life they want. I like that a lot. Thank so, you. Yeah. Um, so share with my listeners how happy people are different from unhappy people, besides the obvious that, you know, their actions. Yeah. But what, do, what defines a happy person from an unhappy person in their healing path? I guess it's the way they view things, right? So the way they make meaning. Because we have all kinds of things happen to us every day. And then we make meaning out of those things. We think about, we we decide how to think about it, how to think about ourselves because of it, how to think about other people because of it, right? So what it it means. Um, And so while we're in that process of meaning-making, if we have this really negative story that we're a loser and everyone hates us and we can't get anything right and mess everything up, you know, we're going to create meaning around an event that could be benign, but we'll create meaning around that event in a very negative way. Um, And if you are happy and you see the world, you know, do... you, You could train yourself to do this. This is not something you're born with, but if you... See the good in things, and that is changeable. That is something that you could create in your life. Um, then when something happens, you see it and experience it differently. And, of course, this meaning is going to affect how you feel about yourself, your mood, how you see the world, your trust in other people, your trust in yourself, your relationships. That affects everything, the way you make meaning around something. So if someone doesn't call you back... You could be like, oh, i got to call them again. You know, I must have not got my text. And not think much of it. But if you are so lonely, then when someone doesn't text you back, it is like a, a mark on your soul. It feels so awful. Like there's a same event, seen totally different ways. So the people who are happy, they're creating happiness in their life by making meaning around things that can maintain their happiness. So... Happy people aren't just born happy. They create that happiness. They generate it every day with daily rituals and with that practice of making meaning that's positive, seeing things, you know, seeing things in a way that is positive. Wonderful. That's a well put. Um, Let's talk about your book, um, You Won Anxiety Zero. Tell me how this book is different than any other books on anxiety. Yeah, like I said, it does break down the power of anxiety. You know, it's a weird book title, Christy, and I, you know, I've been, I've been having some because I know you were having a rough time with that when you're introducing me. And you on anxiety zero, it came from spirit. It was it was a title that uh, came to me, and it was not a very spiritual title at all. So it's kind of weird, but um, but I went with it because I was like, okay, I'll trust you. And I, I did grow to really like it, but I love how there's a, a lightness to it, like it's a game. 
and it takes the seriousness out of it. You know, anxiety is a very serious dude, you know. It's a very serious mm-hmm. problem. But my book lightens it up. You know, so I use that gay metaphor through it, and um, I help people, you know, see it in its lightness instead of taking it so heavy. That's about creating meaning, right? But I take the power of anxiety down. So when anxiety is very serious, I mean, it just has so much power. It's so scary. It's so powerful. It takes us over. It controls us, you know. But if you lighten that up, uh, you have more power. You could get you could get your power back, and that's what this book does. So, um, yeah, you know, I talk about um, every topic I have on the radio I get to live. And so today I'm thinking the show is at noon, and I get a message from you saying you're waiting. So I throw it together. I come in front of the mic. And so there was a lot of anxiety. It's like, oh, I get to work with this because I can either freeze up right now because I'm not prepared, really. Um, I am prepared because everything's done intuitively, but I had no notes this morning. I have an hour ahead of where I thought I was at. (laughs) And that being the happy person, you know, and talking about happiness, I could have took this one or two ways. And you could have took it one or two ways. You could have said, oh, you know, that, that she doesn't know my last name right now because she doesn't have any papers in front of her. Or, we, you know, but we took it a good way. We took that anxiety and we just example did an example of that for all of our listeners right now. Because I'm going to be honest, I was not prepared for the radio knowing that I was going on an hour early. And I just did what needed to be done and took that anxiety and said, you know what? I've been here before and I walked through it and I've lived and I'm going to be okay. And, yeah, um, at the beginning, I was like, I know her first name. What's her last name? I don't have the paper here. And just we're talking about anxiety. So how amazing that we get to practice it. <laughs> practice it, it is amazing. It's amazing when that happens, isn't it? When you have an issue going on in your life, doesn't, doesn't like, your next client show up with the same issue? It's just like we're just all connected in our minds. And you did brilliantly. Anyway, you know, you did brilliantly uh, introduce I- in the introduction, you just you knew what you wanted to say, and you said it was great. You know, it's um, yeah, it's it's the ability to just be able to go, okay, I'm real, and I'm going to let you know and be vulnerable and say, wow, wow, that was interesting to to figure out my own anxiety as we're working through that. What a great topic! And as you said, we all, when we're working, and and important for listeners to know, we go through this. We live every step of what we teach you. We go through all of these sessions and all these different things because that we're human. We're human. So we're li- and that's why we get to be experts in the field because we get to live through every experience that we share with you. And when our clients show up and they've got something going on that's going on with us, we get to clear it. It's like I was saying about the onion being able to be to be peeled. It's like we we don't it's not one formula and voila, you're the wizard. <laughs> Right. right. We know. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, absolutely. We get layers to show up and we get to say, okay, we got a new layer. We get to deal with that. And that the difference between um, being in a position of not knowing what to do and knowing what to do in anxiety is you have the tools. So if you go and you train with someone like Jody Ammon, who can help you and work through all of that, then you know you have the tools. It's not like you're never going to have, well... Well, let's talk about that for a second here. So can you cure yourself from anxiety and never have it again and fear? Um, well, you, you want to keep your fear response, right? That is amazing. 
You know, that fear response in the brain, there is a purpose to it. And this confuses a lot of people because a lot of people think, well, there is some good to anxiety. It protects you. Well, the fear response, the biological fear response does protect you, and we want to keep it. I describe anxiety as the leftover fear response when you're not in physical danger. There is no reason for it. We don't need it. It doesn't help us. It doesn't help protect us. It does, it's a why that it protects us because it doesn't. So we do want to keep that. So I've cured myself of anxiety completely. Do I get nervous sometimes? Yes, but briefly I know what it is and I let it go. Like something startles me or I see a really terrible news um, announcement of something really horrible. I feel it in my whole body because, I, you know, I'm empathetic. I care. I don't want to see this horrible tragedy, but I don't get anxious. You know, I feel it and let it flow through. I get the adrenaline rush and then, uh, you know, I... I um, it goes away soon because I'm not maintaining it by being afraid of it. Yes, you could absolutely cure yourself of anxiety, but you don't want to get rid of that fear response. And, of course, we worry about people we care about, but I like to, I have this video called uh, Love People Up to You Instead of Worrying Down to Them. I think it's really important to even train ourselves. Worry means we love somebody, but... Sometimes if you think about it, it has a negative effect on that person and a negative effect on you. And so I'd rather have both people come up, like love someone up to you instead of worrying down to them. So that's something else I teach. But yeah, like you were saying, I I did want to comment too when you were saying that we're real people. When I get real with my audience, uh, they, they all comment on it. I'm so glad you're a real person. Because sometimes when we teach this stuff, I mean, people idolize us and think, oh, my gosh, she knows everything or whatever. They put you on a pedestal because you're far away in the computer on a video or whatever. And um, But we're just real people. So when we're really real, that's when we can connect them the most. That's one of the things I would say to look for when you're out looking for someone to um, support you to move forward and the, teach, the educators make sure they're real. Because if they're authentic and they're willing, all of my teachers are real. They'll tell you, I'm gonna, you're going to hear it from me first before you hear it from anyone else. And, and so, yeah, look for that when you're, when you're out there looking for real people um, to help you move forward. So, Jody, tell my uh, listeners where they can find out more about you. Sure, I'm at JodyAman.com, J-O-D-I-A-M-A-N.com. And I have tons of resources for people on there. I have... Um, you know, you could get to my YouTube uh, blogs on there, um, and I have, uh, if people are experiencing a lot of anxiety, I do have 20 Ways to Calm from Anxiety and Panic. It's a free video you could get from my page. I have an anxiety coaching group, um, and I still see people one-on-one, and I have online programs to help people. So I, I just, I have different ways to help people because it depends on what works for them the most, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, if anyone wants to come over and hang out with me, jodyeman.com, I have a lot of fun over there. And you can get to my social media there, too, and I'm, you know, I do Facebook Live every week, and it's, uh, I just, and, you know, and where I can they find, where can they find your book and the title of that again? The title of my book's You Won Anxiety Zero. You can get it anywhere books are sold. You want Anxiety Zero. And if you go to my website, it's right there on the top. So if you, you're like, oh, just if you just remember that, like jodyeman.com, you'd be all set. And that is J-O-D-I-A-M-A-N.com. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
go there to find out more about Jody and her work. And I'm so happy to have you on the show today, Jody. And um, I'm glad we got to work on anxiety together. <laughs> it's amazing. You feel good? You feel good? I feel good. I feel good. Yeah, I lived through it. <laughs> That's Yay. how I feel good when I get a little anxious moment and I go, okay, just just go for it. And then I come out the other end. I go, woohoo! I did that. I did my little yeah, happy dance. Yeah, you took dance. action, right? You took take, action and you can't action. stay in fear when the, when you take action. You can't stay there. No, no, you, you don't freeze up. You get in fear. Um, okay, so we're going to do a meditation before we end today. And we're going to take that meditation together here. And we're going to work on... Um, the happiness and letting go of anxiety and the steps that you need to take to move forward. So I'm going to ask you to get in the position where you sit back, put your feet on the ground. Remember to ground yourself, put your feet, breathe in all the way into your heart, bringing that air and that into your belly and letting your belly fully expand. So breathe in to your belly, putting your hand on your belly and moving that air forward. Any anxiety that you might be feeling, let it go out on the exhale of the breath. Just anything that is going on. Let the, let the thoughts of the day go for right now. This is your time. Your time to be with you. Grounded to the earth. Connected. Connected with your breath. This is your time. Ask your brain to just allow you for the moment just to concentrate on your breath. Put your hand on your belly and let it breathe in and out with you, expanding. It's important that we get the breath into the belly because we have a tendency to hold the breath just in the chest and that will create stress in our life. Breathing fully allows the belly to expand and be soft. Concentrating on that breath. Now imagine that you're bringing the energy up from the earth right up through your first chakra, lighting up the first, second, and third chakra, going into the heart. Pulling that breath up from the earth. And then imagine that the crown of your head opens up in the seventh chakra. And you can bring that energy down through the crown, through the third eye, through the voice chakra into the heart. The heart is the connector of the three lower chakras and the three upper chakras. So bringing in that energy Still breathing deep, letting the belly expand, bringing that energy into the heart. When you come into the heart space, I want you to take yourself to a place that you feel comfortable, a place in nature, connecting to nature. And when you're in that place, I want you to smell all the smells that are there. Hear all the sounds that are there. There's something you can reach out and touch, the ground, anything around you, touch it. Imagine what it tastes like to be in that place of safety. What does safety taste like for you? For me, it's chocolate on chocolate. 
bringing all the senses into that place where you're sta- sitting there feeling grounded, connected to the earth, bringing the earth energy up, opening up the crown, bringing energy from your higher source down. So I want you to take a golden rod that runs all the way from the top of your crown through all your chakras and down. It's just an energy. It's not so much a rod, but it's a golden light of energy. When you think of it as a rod, it will ground you to the ground. It goes all the way into the earth. And as that golden light is there, and you're sitting in that place of divine safety in your garden, breathing in life. Life is that energy, the prana that you breathe in with your breath. In this moment, putting your hand on your heart, everything is perfect. Everything is okay. In this moment, feel that perfection of what it feels like to sit in a perfect place in the perfect moment. Tapping the heart, I'm okay. Everyone else is okay. I'm okay. Life is okay just as it is this moment. It's all okay. I'm okay. Life is okay just as it is this moment. In this moment, everything is perfect. Everything is safe. Everything is okay. As you're sitting in that garden space, I want you to ask your guardian to come in and sit next to you. Guardian is a being of light. could be your guides. Just the guardian comes and sits next to you. Breathing that in, how good it feels to sit in this safe place with your guardian and this beam of light coming through, energizing your chakras knowing that you're safe right here in this moment. Ask your guardian one thing that may be holding you back, one thing that may be keeping you from moving forward. What is that one thing? Could you be willing right now to let that one thing go? Could you be willing to let that one thing that's holding you back go? Would you be willing to let it go? Would you be willing to let that one thing that's holding you back go? And when would you do it? Tell your guardian when you will be willing to let that go. Tell your guardian when you will let it go. That's the contract you're making. For me, it's right now. I want to be free of anything that's holding me back. So I'm going to be free of the anxiety that I have to be perfect when I'm on the radio. And I'm willing to give that to my guardian. And I hand it to it. I hand it to that energy and I release it and I let it go with my breath. Now I want you to ask your guardian, what one thing would move you forward? What one thing, if you did right now, would move you forward? Could you do that one thing that would move you forward? Could you do it? Would you do it? 
to move yourself forward towards your goal or where you want to be in 2017. Now, when will you do it? When will you do it? Tell your guardian when you will do it. You are making a contract with your guardian of when you will move forward. And hand that to your guardian. For me, the one thing to move forward is to continue loving myself in all my beautiful glory, knowing that the text I received today was the best thing I could have had to know that I need to be on the radio and that I am here doing everything I need to do to move forward, loving myself. So let's take what is holding you back and let it go to your guardian and what is moving you forward and take that step forward in 2017. Let's move forward together. Let's believe in your possibilities and create beautiful art with life-shattered pieces together. Go to christiellen.com, K-R-S-T-I-E-L-L.com. It'll take you to soulhealerspath.com. And you can go in there and sign up for one of my life coaching packages. And let's move forward together in 2017. Let's move into that place of creating the most amazing life. Hire me now as your life coach to move you forward. You have been with me now for over six months. I'm a real person, authentic and real, and I can give you the tools and techniques to move forward. Join me at christyellen.com and let's make it the most incredible year, 2017, because this is going to be the best year of my life. And next week, we will be going live in the studio in Phoenix, Arizona. And actually, I'm going to be videoing that. So when you go to christyellen.com, you're going to get to see a video version of my live. I know we did um, Facebook Live last week, and I was really appreciative to all the people who listened and made comments on that. And... um, That was a fun experience to see me sitting in front of the mic and talking. And if you didn't get the other side of that conversation, because some people said they didn't get to hear it, then go to christyellen.com because you can re-listen to all the programs there. christyellen.com. And till next week, namaste. I send you love and light, my dear beings of light. Acknowledge the divinity within you. And namaste from the Mosaic Healing Gardens and Christyellen, the Mosaic Shaman. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Christy Ellen hopes that you will join her on another journey next Tuesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 